It's a Thursday with the Lakeland Sports Guys. Hello, everybody. I'm Tom Carroll. Chris Cox sitting beside me. We got the coach, Stan Spivey, in the house. And we're going to be talking a little basketball as well. Sam Pickney is uh, going to join us here from Howard's on Main in Uptown Greenwood. We invite you to come on by. It is the twice-baked potato with a ribeye steak sandwich, the special every Thursday. And then they got some good ones, too. We found out Tuesday's special is the hot dogs. Yeah. Of course, the cheeseburger special on Monday is when we usually check in. So come on by. Bring your friends. Uh, matter of fact, we had a whole bunch of folks that came in for lunch. They called in their orders, and then they had everything set up. And by the time they got here, food was ready and hot. Moved them in and out. Good to go. So you can take part in all that. Great entertainment coming up tomorrow as well and Saturday from Howard's on Main. Voted the number one place in the Lakelands. The number one music spot is here at Howard's on Main. Kind of like that. B-Rad, Caroline, Shy, all the ones that, that bartend up here and everybody else. Haley, the rest of the crowd. Yeah. The other Carolina does a great job up here. Come see them and support them. <laughs> it's going to be fun uh, with all the entertainment. I'm surprised that B-Rad isn't as deaf as he is, uh, <laughs> as loud as the music gets here in Howard's. He's a photographer, man. I, you don't want to affect their hearing. <laughs> Just his eyesight. Just his eyesight. <laughs> That's why he's behind Especially the bar. Especially when you're strobes, when we have the these things rolling. <laughs> you know, so. yeah. <laughs> all right, well, we've got a lot to talk about. It's the NFL draft to, to gets underway tonight, and I know, Chris, you're excited about all this, particularly for the Patriots. I am, but. Now, yeah, here we go. This don't excite y'all at all, but I got a man beside me over here that's probably excited. I I am totally enthralled in this NBA Finals now. They don't like NBA, Mr. Pigney, but I'm not a Celtics fan. But that game the other night with the Hawks and Celtics, if you even if y'all don't like basketball, to see a guy like Trey Young shoot a, it, I thought he was in Mexico when he shot the ball, just nothing but net at the end, right at the buzzer. I mean, just a great game, fourth game, seven tonight. So, you got that. You got draft. As soon as I walked in, there was a lady sitting right there. You know me. I'm going to say something. She had an Alabama sweatshirt on. I was like, so, I walked straight over there, and I sat down. I said, how you doing? She saw the shirt, and I said, uh, Caroline's going to waste to pick on Bryce Young. And she said, waste? <laughs> she said, that's the best quarterback in the draft. And I knew then not to say nothing else to her because I was going to get thrown across the bar over there. But um, it does. It comes down to three guys. You can stand through the other guy's name out too, Will Evans from Kentucky. Um, I still say that C.J. Stroud has the stronger of the three arms. Um, but I, I, being a Patriots, let me tell you why. If you make the mistake now, Tom, if y'all make the mistake tonight and you don't draft Bryce Young, you're in trouble because, I, I, like I said, I'm a Patriot, so that gives me Mac Jones. Everything that comes out of Alabama usually wins. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know if I would not have taken that first-round pick and threw it on the table and just see what every team was throwing at me and just say, you know what, I might can get seven or eight guys like they did back in the day when Herschel was the first pick, Stan. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Dallas threw all those eight picks, at, and they were like, here, you can have them. I need eight players on this team. Unfortunately, Carolina's at that position. Frank Wright's going to be a great football coach. Um, I know Austin didn't believe me, but um, – and they need a lot of different players. And I'm, I, I would explore that would be my first choice. Take that first pick and throw it out on the table and see who calls you. I mean, if you got a team that calls you and they say, look, I'll give you three players – for Bryce Young and cash and incentives and another draft pick, get the most you can get for that pick instead of the one guy. Because Stan Heisen in, in, well, in well, the draft. Well, the thing about it, you may if you could, you've got if you've got the guy that they want, you may be able to get a high enough draft pick with the quarterbacks that's coming in, mm-hmm. and you may have discovered through your scouting a quarterback down here at, you know, some little. Podunk University in out of nowhere USA that that's prototypical, got the arm, got the mindset. You've interviewed him, you've talked to him, he's bet he's cleared all the medical. You might pick him up for nothing and still have those other four or five. I can go out and I can get me a wide receiver. I can get me a tight end. I can get me a defensive lineman, an offensive lineman, a punter, a kicker. Somebody that I would not have gotten this high on the draft board, you may end up with two or three first-round picks. Now, they may be down at the bottom of the first round, but there's still a lot of quality play. And if you've done your scouting and you know who you want, and it could be some of them oddball positions, that you can pick up the best player at that position, and you got a quarterback, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm like you. Shopping. I don't want to throw all all my 
ducks in, in one basket just to get one player. He was talking a minute like he was talking for my Patriots because you know my Patriots. Them cats are going to come out of the – they'll find a, a hole in the wall over there and pull a name that you never heard of. I love you, Bailey Zapp. Happy birthday, brother. I know he had a tough competition last year with Mac Jones, but that's the kind of player you're looking for, like right. a Bailey Zappy that nobody's ever heard of. And uh, I'm excited for the draft for that reason. And it, like I said, you're really not going to lose with this pick, Tom, because you, you're not – you do need a quarterback. You know you need a quarterback, but there are so many other positions you need. Uh, well, yeah, the, the question with, with Bryce Young is, judging by the team he was with last year and judging by what Stroud did last year, you know, those are your top two quarterbacks definitely that are there. But to me, Stroud has proven himself, I think, more than, than Bryce has. Oh, I agree. I you mean, know, so I, I, I don't know the reasoning. The Carolina Panthers say that they have come up and they know who their first pick is going to be. They're not letting it out until later on tonight. But everybody's saying it's going to be Bryce Young number one uh, overall, and it's disappointed a lot of Carolina fans. And that's what I say. Well, Being a Patriot, man. Listen, we got Mac Jones the other year, and I mean that's not a bad choice for yeah, us. Yeah, but I mean, Mac Jones was physically bigger than Bryce, and I think that's that's where the, it's at. If everything else is equal across the board, I think what a lot of the Panthers fans are looking at is the fact that he's undersized by pro football, and I hate when they do this stuff, you know, there. Well, he's got to be 6'3", 230, run a four-something 40, and be able to throw the ball on a dime for 65 yards. You know, that that's all well and good when you're out on the practice field. But when you cut the lights on and it's for real, which one of these two guys gives me the best chance to win? Now, I don't care if he's 5'5", five, five, 105, soaking wet. And he makes the plays. He reads the defense. It's all about reading the defenses, knowing, making. And we were talking earlier about Grayson McCall down at Coastal. His ability to read a defense, go through his progressions, make his mind up, and release the ball. And it's it's quick. It, it, it's not – there's no hesitation in it. Once he makes up his mind, that's where I'm going. That's where the ball goes. And he's right 99% of the time. So what he's saying to you is by, by that progression of a prototypical-style quarterback – the 39th is going to be your no quarterback at, at Carolina. <laughs> it will be Stetson Bennett, the 39th. You know, that won't surprise me if Tepper does that. <laughs> but it I'm really telling you, I, I, that's I, not a bad pick. I, well, I joke about it, but it's Bennett, not a bad pick. Bennett needs to go to a team where he can be the backup and get into the coaching role. I agree. Because that that's where his money's going to be in the future. It's not going to be – he's he won't be a five-year quarterback in the NFL. He, he can't be. He, yeah, physically he's just going to be too old and he's going to be gone. Because you're talking about, what, 26, Six 27? Now. Yeah, okay. so, you know, you're looking at early 30s and he hadn't even finished his rookie contract yet of five years. And you're talking about a quarterback position like that, a running back right. that takes hits. Yeah, yeah, I agree yeah. with you. I just now, like the fact I'd that I'd much you, rather have that 23-year-old coming out. That's why I think Levis is – yeah. He's going to get more looks than people are going to give him. Well, and I still think Levitz, if Pittsburgh <laughs> gets a chance to get Levitz, Levitz is going to Pittsburgh. Uh, that's just there. Out of all the NFL teams, they're the only ones that's ever had that big-bodied quarterback that is back there. Mm-hmm. So you say you remind you of uh, Ben Roethlisberger? Is that who you uh, just a look. Now, he does move his feet a little better than Ben, but he's still young. Uh, you know, he's going to put on some weight just due to age factor. So, will that slow him down? How much of the team that picks him, are they going to allow him to just, if the play's not there, take off and run the ball and take the hits? Just because you're a big boy, you might better take them hits in college and you didn't even make your senior year out without getting hurt. So, uh, that, uh, we, we might not want you doing that. Here's another team that's got a good pick. Now, I want you to I want you to watch tonight because you and I always text draft because you know my my uh, commander in chief old Belichick up here, he pulls some things out of his hat. So I'm gonna tell you and I'm gonna make you a guarantee now. There's one team that he will recruit from tonight, maybe two picks, and that's the Tigers. Your Clemson Tigers. He likes McFadden. He likes Breesy. He likes the guys that Dabo has brought into the loop, the loop, so to speak. The other team I want you to ask about is the Green Bay Packers. That's Willie's team. We were joking about it earlier. You know, Green Bay loses their all-everything. 
yeah. to the Jets, which I still think is a joke anyway. But the next thing out of their mouth is, we love Jordan Love, who's their backup quarterback. Well, now they're starting quarterback. That's a team that don't be stunned if you don't see get one of these guys like a Will Levis. Yeah. And they're going to basically tell every their fan base is, we love Jordan Love, but we don't love Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. We don't think he can do the job, and we're going to get a quarterback. So that's a team I think you do see take a quarterback in the draft. will be Green Bay. Simply because the big man. Well, well, Rodgers is gone now, but and they don't really have anybody like when um, what's his name? Good gracious, it just flew right out of me. Like uh, Favre or Favre, when Favre left, Rodgers was there. They knew they had a quarterback coming in. They didn't have to worry about it. Now, I'm like you. They say we got this guy, but do we really have the next guy? They had it with Aaron Rodgers, and he proved it over time. And, I mean, from day one. I'd like to see Love competed for that starting job with Aaron Rodgers last year. Um, Nicholas Cage is who I call him, by the way. Um, but Jordan Love is that quarterback under David Shaw at Stanford. It's, it's a really good player, just has never been given a shot. And it almost, if you draft a quarterback, it just tells the kid, you might as well pack your bags. I mean, you see it all the time. It's a sad case, but I, I think he just needs that little bit of, of – Time to inspire and get it out there, and I think he's gonna be a good quarterback. I just don't think it's at Green Bay. Well, I think part of part of what's happening too with you're not seeing it's the NFL with their and the collective bargaining and all this stuff where a quarterback can only make this much money. You can't go in there and offer him six zillion dollars to come play for you. Now he's gonna get the same contract as the guy five teams down the road. And the same amount of time on the sky, it's going to be a five-year deal. Here it is. Don't even worry about bringing your agent in here because you're not going to get any more. Well, I think we can give you less, but we can't give you any more. And that's what I'm saying. Does it really matter this day and age? And Mr. Sam, you can come in if you want, whatever you want. Um, <laughs> I, I'm sitting there, it's like I'm, I said, I don't want to leave him out over here. But um, you got all these quarterbacks. You got six or seven, and you can all throw in the barrel. And I mean, yeah, you got one's better than the other. But does it matter right now with that rookie salary cap? Mm-hmm. Because like like we were talking about yesterday, they've already said Bryce Young's been. He's used to making five, six million a year. He's taking a pay cut to, to come into the NFL. Whatever team picks him, he's taking a pay cut. CJ Stroud probably the same thing. I don't know about Ohio State and NILs and how it all works, but I would I would guess he's probably yeah, made a good bit of money. DJ Uwe, you know, he, he hadn't been happy and, and stuff. With, and he's at, at, at another team now, Oregon State. These guys right here, it doesn't. The quarterback position matters in, in pro sports. We know it matters. But, like I said, this is not a situation that you got to worry about the money now. you got to worry about the money later. Yeah. Once this guy has two or three Proves years himself. and is out from under that rookie salary cap, that's yeah. when these guys are going to make their money. That's why I told you I – if, if I'm Carolina, I don't. I See, just and that's my exact thing is you're yeah. you're bringing in a rookie that is. I mean, you know, he's it's, already it's, got more money in the bank he, than he head does coach. That, but he doesn't have the experience with the NFL and right. the players as good as they are in the NFL aren't what they you know are much less at the college level. So it takes a year. Well, it took Trevor a year to get used mm-hmm. to that level of competition, and then he flourished. And that's where you need that veteran quarterback to step up. And Carolina, to me, would have been better off going out in free agency and finding a quarterback. Why and didn't then you? That's what I was saying. Why didn't well, you? Because but, but you had Jimmy try, G, you had they, Derek they, Carr. They've tried that for three times, though, or four or five times now, but and they, it has not worked. <laughs> now, I agree with what you're getting ready to say. They have not picked the best <laughs> that was out there, but they picked what they could get. And and that and, and, you know and does that go back to ownership? Just saying, we want a guy, but we're not we're not willing to pay him what he wants. And then in the end, you're saying maybe we should have paid him what he wanted instead of paying this guy, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars less, and he didn't do nothing for us. Mm-hmm. So it's. I wouldn't want to be a GM trying to make those decisions. Well, they don't have one anyway. They got David Teppers. Well, All right. So well, let's steer this back around. Let's get, let's get out Miles of Murphy is going to be the number 18 pick, they're saying, overall. Uh, we'll see where he goes. He's with the Clemson Tigers. Um, went ahead and went in the draft. He's going to make the first round somewhere around number 18 is where they're expecting him to fall. Um, so he'll be the first one probably from the state of South Carolina goes. What are some of the other guys that we're looking at that uh, – 
you would see go from Carolina or or some well, of the other schools. All the DBs at Carolina yeah. and all. Um, all right, we're gonna get Mister Pickney on this on the headset. Give him the headset. He's right here. <laughs> he just got to bring his chair. That's all I'm saying. We can hear you, though, Mr. Pitney. Put a headset on that like, you know, we want you to feel right at home. He, by the way, he did bring all the championship rings in, so uh, we are we are looking at all the gleam. Oh, he's an Eagle fan. He's a – He's got, he's got he's the He's already lined us up an uh, interview for next week. So. <laughs> he, he's the do-all, tell-all. So, Mr. Sam Pitney joining us again. Always welcome to have you, sir. And you can just talk to us about what your draft insight looks like for your Eagles, even. Hello, how's it going? It's going great. <laughs> Glad to be here. Yeah, love the rings and the bling that you brought. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Those are awesome. Teams are doing very well. The ladies and the guys. Yes, yes. Um, listen to you guys. Uh, Quarterback-wise, I think C.J. Stroud is the best quarterback coming out, just coming out, just proven – Watching him in the championship game, watching him in um, the game before then, he was very he was very exceptional. He actually carried that team, um, and I always believe once the bullets start flying, you see the character of most most people. I'm not saying that Bryce Young did not perform well, but I think it's more of a system type thing with with him than it is more of a talent type thing with um, with C.J. Strauss. Now the big kid from Kentucky. Uh, he, He's impressive. He's been very impressive so far, and I think he's going to the Colts. I think the Colts are going to snatch him up, and um, one of my friends is a big Colts fan. He doesn't want him. He wants C.J. Stroud. <laughs> I think Stroud's going to be gone. Uh, Carolina Panther thing is, um, who was the coach before Rule? Wasn't it Rule? Uh, it was um, – he's in Washington now. Okay. Ron so, so Rivera, he, yeah. they had to go from – Ron Rivera's run type type offense, grind, you know, smash mount to Matt Rule to rules. And I think that Carolina didn't even give them a chance to, to settle in or find the identity of what they really wanted to do. I mean, they just they just kept bringing in quarterbacks, bringing in quarterbacks, and I don't think they gave themselves a chance. And whoever you know, they're just gonna rebuild again. I just I just don't see I just don't see them, you know, um turning over a leaf for unless they get something more solidified. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like you know, like y'all said, the front office. The front office, I think it has been a big part of their success and failure. And right now, it's, they're getting the back end of, um, you know, not, not being consistent. So. You brought up a good point there because it was at the point in time of the transition from Jerry Richardson to David Tepper that you had Rivera getting fired and henceforth moving to Washington. Um and that, that led to – you're right. That led to a lot of differences in do you run the ball or are you defensive-oriented. And it all it all made that – when Jerry Richardson was – I don't want to say he was forced to sell the team, whatever. And David Tepper bought it, being a Pittsburgh guy. That's when you saw a whole new look on things. That's why I'm not a big David Tepper fan. I know you love your boys. That's also when your linebacker decided he didn't want to play football anymore. Luke Keatney, yeah. about that same time frame he's talking about. So I think organization and, and, and management, coaches, staff has a lot to do with it. Now, I ain't the happiest Patriot with what we got going, but, I mean, I support what our team decides to do because they've, they've been winners in the past. But So I, I think I think you're right. I think it should be it should be a good draft tonight. I'm not 100% sure, but like Mr. like you said, I think C.J. Stroud has the strongest arm, and that's what you talk about in prototypical style quarterbacks. Whoever can throw that ball, you know, 150 yards down the field, even though it's 100 yards long. Yeah, and and Stroud, rather, the defense is better. You know, also. Well, well, Stroud's going to Tennessee. If everything holds to what a lot of these, and that's what I was just looking at, pulling up some of these mock drafts. They're expecting Carolina, of course, to take Bryce Young. Houston's got the next pick. They're going with Will Anderson out of Alabama. And then you get number three, Tennessee. They're going with C.J. Stroud. The Indianapolis Colts are going to take Levitz. <laughs> They're going to take Levitz. Number four. And then, and then the big one comes up is Seattle is taking Jalen Carter out of Georgia. And he, there's one defensive end rusher. To your point while I go, Seattle has a number 20 pick also. Mm-hmm. They're taking Miles Murphy out of Clemson with the pick number 20. 
They've got a defensive line out in Seattle now. Right off the bat. If he's there you know. at 20, that's going to be the key. Well, he's going to be there because a lot of these other ones is cornerbacks, 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 mm-hmm. you know. And then you get into the uh, running backs. And everybody, you know, you got to get your running backs. And uh, a few other defensive linemen. Anthony Richardson, the quarterback that we hadn't talked a lot about yep. out of Florida, mm-hmm. who still got – I think he's more of a developmental prospect – He's going to Houston. Now, you know, that could be a good pick three years down the road. Right. Richardson has got to develop a little more. He's got uh, he's got the skills to play it, but I think he just, when he was at Florida with all the coaching changes and all the different schemes that came in, he just, he was not ready for it. You know so what, my, a, my son feels as though Richardson may go to – they think that Seattle may end up picking Richardson up well, and have um, um, Carter um, at Groom, 20. Mm-hmm, and then go after Carter at 20. Well, I don't think Carter would last that long because there are other people that want defensive tackles. But I think Seattle is looking at it. They're weaker on the defensive side of the ball than they are the offensive side of the ball. They may have one of these – Anthony Richardson somewhere buried down there in the second round. Let's get our defense shored up with these two players, and then we'll get us a quarterback. But it's uh, it's going to be, uh, uh, you know, I think Miles Murphy would be, you know, he's going to be flying all the way to Seattle. That's going to be culture change big time there. Yeah, <laughs> if if he goes you, there. But, but yeah. he's, he's predicted to go as high right. as six is what yeah. I've seen. Well, so. I – I think some of the ones we talked about, the three quarterbacks going, you know, they're going to be going one, two, three, five, or yeah. four. Uh, Will Anderson, you know, is going in the top five. Jalen, the Jalen Carter deal is still, to me, I I like the way the kid plays, but, you know, we just, right. we're going to see. Well, what about Cam Smith out of Carolina? Does he go in the first round or is he I go early so. second round? I, I think he'll be an early second rounder. And the reason is the kid's got the size, the speed. He understands the position. Um, and he can he can play the position. And he didn't get a lot of recognition last fall because he was always drawing the best receiver on the other team. And that receiver didn't do a whole lot. But they didn't point. To Cam, that's the reason he didn't. Right. You know, they were saying, well, you know, where are you throwing away from him? Well, and every play was going away from him. Well, why? Because he's that good. That's mm-hmm. why. They forced it. And then Zach Pickens probably improved his stock draft most with the Tennessee, Clemson, and the Notre Dame games. Yep. Um, he could go in the second round, maybe either third round as well. These are your free agent guys. When you talking about the, the Cam Smith's not because Cam's no, going to go no, somewhere, okay, yeah. but a guy like Zach's going to be your Atlanta, Carolina type player. Could be. Be red. Yeah. First round pick. Who you got? See, <laughs> I'm right there. There you go. I mean, you see. know Tepper's going to screw it up, right? <laughs> <laughs> so be red. Be red's got the coldest beer, by the way. So and, and he's got the probably maybe the coldest pick tonight if he if he wants trial because. Like you say, that's what you expect from a David Tepper. Unfortunately, and if you're Frank White, you say, look, I agree to be your head coach, sit your butt down back there and get you a, a liquor drink, and then let me pick this thing that will help want to do it, and I think you'll see C.J. Stroud, if they're lucky like that. But Well, and it could be, you know, everybody's saying Bryce Young, Bryce Young, and then everybody's saying, no, nah, you don't want him, you don't want him because of this, that, and the other. And they're just keeping it – they're playing it close to the vest. I mean, they are not letting a word out. And it could be C.J. Stroud. Who knows? It, they may take Jalen Carter. Who knows who they're going to – Like I said, what and this if, goes into the mix-up. They know they need a quarterback. But when was the last time they picked a quarterback? Way back yonder with Cam Newton, you know, about 10, 12 years ago. 2013, 14. Something like something that. Maybe. So, I mean – you know, what's to stop them from saying, we want Will Anderson because we need a linebacker. I'm telling and then, you. And then the Carolina Panthers fans are going to go berserk because <laughs> unless they've got that hidden quarterback that they found somewhere. 
And I'm telling you, he's right here. Not right here. That's Mr. Pinkney. But I'm telling you, the guy right now that would change this whole apple cart around, and that's Jimmy Garoppolo, that's not happy in San Fran. And they call and they say, hey, number one draft pick, we'll give you the number, I think they're 15. We'll give you the 15 pack, and we'll give you the 20th pick in next year's. That would be the kicker in the butt there. And that's what you expect on draft day. So don't be stunned that Jimmy G ain't going to be your man. I'd be happy with that. I love Jimmy G. I wish I wish he had been it. I was thinking the same thing as far as you that's know, what you draft were does. earlier about getting getting rid of some of those draft picks, maybe even drop it back, and then go after Jimmy G. I don't see nothing wrong with going after Jimmy G. And you can go ahead and solidify a lot of position by going after you know dropping back in the draft and finding some different. But so many of the Panthers fans <laughs> have seen them go after these quarterbacks, and and none of them have panned out. None of them. But then you look at the ones that they picked, they weren't doing it where they were. It wasn't that they were just unhappy with where they were. They just wasn't getting the job done. Well, Garoppolo is getting the job done. He's, he's proven. Just not, he's proven. just not happy where he is. Right. And if he's not happy where he is and he's getting the job done, what can what can he do if he's happy how much better would he be? Now you got to look at what he's got around him too. So he's been, he's been, a, been a constant team. professional yeah. about the whole yeah. ordeal, yeah. and that's 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 the kind of leadership that you would want into your locker yeah. room. And I don't see why they wouldn't go after that. Yeah. I'm just gonna say this: Panzer fans, D. Tom Carroll, the rest of y'all, Austin Landers, <laughs> you need an offensive line to start with. <laughs> Whoever you do choose, I if it that. is Jimmy G, he can't I come in that. and save everything. No. Just as one pick I want in the draft this year, and it's for my Patriots. I'm gonna be selfish. Bajon Robinson out of Texas at running back. Y'all stay away from that kid. He ain't worth a crap. <laughs> <laughs> Belichick, bring him home. <laughs> Belichick, bring him home. He will not be there. Hey, no, we, I don't think so. He will not. John's be probably going to be a fifth or sixth yeah. round player. Because the yeah. Eagles want him also. Yeah. Well, we want anything y'all want. So. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got I should have worn mine today because it was cold enough to wear it for sure. Uh, but anyway, it's going to be a fun draft. Always is. Uh, where's the draft this year? Kansas, Kansas City. City. Kansas City. All right, depending on the national, I mean, depending yeah. Super Bowl Jump champion. Timing. What are they going to do to outdo everybody else in the other towns? Like, they won't beat Vegas. I can tell you that now. That show Vegas put on the other year was incredible. So, you're at KC. Weather's still cool. I mean, it's still cool up there to get a little yeah. bit of flurries. And uh, well, they need fireworks when it's cold. And I think that's what they're going to get. But I'm just telling you, I want something crazy to happen. I mean, Brett Favre may come out of retirement. Who knows? <laughs> but you're going to see something crazy. Uh, but if you are a Panther fan and you get one of those two quarterbacks, just be patient with them. Yeah. It's going to take a little bit of time. Well, which team is going to pick up Peyton Manning as a coach? <laughs> oh. I don't want him. Not in Carolina. <laughs> you got a good coach, man. I think we got a great you coach. Got a really so you got a good Frank Reich's a good in, coach. So. I mean, I mean, why not go out to the guy that uh, he's only the first quarterback to throw a touchdown in your history almost? So I mean, that's why I like when he went and got him. That's the only thing I have like Tepper's done so far. I, I hope he don't listen to us, but um, <laughs> just his old ordeal with Fort Mill and the city up there and everything going on up there around that area. Is just, uh, he's another one that reminds me of another fellow. But um, I'm I'm excited to see because does Georgia have another crazy run when they got <laughs> eight picks? They, right. There's nine right here yeah. that I'm looking at right now. They can be. First and second round picks from Georgia. Yeah. There's nine yes. of them right there. And Mike Meyer, the tight end for Notre Dame, is going to be a pick for somebody. But we got that. enough tight ends, so I don't expect that one. But, it's <laughs> but the, be, the draft that was loaded with defensive players. It is. Sure. It is. It is. Defensive it oriented. Is. So. And, and, and that's why I say you can go after your offensive people early. But there will be enough defensive people if you need them. But at the same time, the quality, the, the big-name defensive people – that are going to translate into the NFL, they're going to get gone early to somebody that's already kind of set with their offense. Yeah, they may need a little help. And, yeah, they're going to get some receivers. They're going to get a running back on down third, fourth round. They may pick that defensive player. But then you get the ones that, like Carolina, that needs everything. You know, (laughs) where do you start? Do you just flip the coin and say, it's heads, it's offense. If it's tails, we're going to get the best defensive player on the field. Should be the trenches. Yeah. That's where you start it. That's That's where you start it. Yeah. Starting the trenches. Mm -hmm. Here's your one right here. Y'all know a guy named DJ Reader? Yeah. You know him, like him. Mm -hmm. Crimson Tiger. Where's he at right now? He is 
was he still in Tennessee? He's a Cincinnati Bengal, and he just came out in his own quote, and he says, with the 28th pick, the Cincinnati Bengals will pick Brian Reese from Clemson. He just came out and quoted right there. So, he didn't put all the pressure on everybody. He, they're seeing that Clemson's a way to build a team. And, I mean, can you imagine those two? DJ Reader and then you got Brian Reese on the same defense? Well, both of them are interior linemen, too. They are. So, that's going to well, be. I still have questions with Reese. Uh, he's going to have to pass my medical. Yeah, the health. And, and the health part of it. No doubt he's a great he – can, he can be a great – defensive lineman, but he has some issues that he needs to deal with, and has he dealt with them enough to warrant making him 28th pick in the NFL draft and giving him that money and saying, come play for me. Maybe he's over it. He played better. We know he did. He finally kind of – we felt like he kind of got things going late, but – uh it's still – That's a whole different situation with his right. sister it and everything. Is. It so is. I mean, that's, and a, I mean, that's it's been – tough. That would be a lot to weigh on your mind my, for the season. Yeah. And well. it is. And and But has he put that behind him? And I don't know if you ever you put know, it behind you. Well, you just have to move it on and – Move on and – Use it an example like they've yeah. been doing. Yeah. I see where Clemson's going to do a whole new little elephant thing up there for, yeah. for, for yeah, freshman players. Yeah. And by every sport they got, so I think that's cool. Ellis Strong's gonna continue on, and and Brian Breesy will too. Just he oh. just be with another team. So, well, the Panthers hold six picks in this year's draft. You do. They're in need of a quarterback. <laughs> we know they're in need of a wide receiver or three. <laughs> they need an edge guy on each side to go along with. Those are the three biggest needs right now. Here, and we got rid of more, which I hated. You I did. Love that All right, here's why. Here's why you got rid of more. Here's why you got rid of more. This is this this is gonna make it even better. So I'm telling y'all, I hadn't had a thing to drink up here, guys. Y'all come watch it. But San Francisco's gonna call David Tappers and say Jimmy G and Debo Dam Samuel, and you better jump on it and you take the two boys when you can get them because Jimmy G and Debo, there's your receiver coming out. That's what I'm talking about with a crazy pick. I mean, you could pick up. You I said I said seven or eight guys. No, you, I, you'd be glad to. I haven't been drinking today, but be ready to make that happen. By the way, I'm just kidding. But. Uh, I'm telling you, that's what we started this whole conversation with. Yeah. You got number one pick in the draft. If you can get two linemen, a running back, another quarterback like a Jimmy Garoppolo, go ahead and just waste it all on that and bring in proven players at those positions. They're all NBA guys. I mean, NFL guys, by the way. <laughs> I mean, go out and bring them in. If they're linemen, running backs, whatever, because you know, you're right. You do need a receiver. You need somebody to open up the top, and that's what mm-hmm. Moore did for you. Mm-hmm. So. You got a good tight end. That's, I guess you still got that left for you. But it'd be interesting to see what to do. We'll have we'll get to talk about it on Monday. See where it ends up. All right, everybody happy with where they are NFL draft wise? No, I, I could take a pick up. And <laughs> give, give me a pick higher. Eagles <laughs> will be back in the Super Bowl. Pat Riott. You guys are still loaded, dude. Yeah. Yes, yes, and you know we got a lot of Georgia players. We do. Yeah. So I'm thinking. They going after Nolan Smith. I'm telling you, they going after Nolan Smith. Good give player. Give us another edge rusher. We're going to go. We're going to go. I have them actually taking Miles Murphy if he's still there, but he won't still be there. But I see who I had them taking last week. The Eagles? No. Oh. Chiefs. Chiefs. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll see where they all end be up. Fun. We'll see where it ends up tonight. Well, tonight gets started round number one, and then tomorrow round numbers two and three will get underway, and then the rest of them will take place on Saturday uh, four through seven. So anybody, anybody, anybody got a pick for – Mr. Irrelevant. So I was just going to ask you, do you have a pick for it? Um, that's the kicker's name that said, um, I think he played for Northwestern, matter of fact. He's a pretty good kicker. That's usually a kicker or something. That could be, but look, we've seen Suck Up get Mr. Yeah. Irrelevant and it panned out really well. You've seen uh, some. Man still play look at the man last year. Yeah, Purdy. Yeah. Purdy. Yeah, Brock, Purdy. Brock Purdy, the quarterback. At, uh, he pretty much sat Maybe Jimmy the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49 Hey, he had successful <laughs> surgery. Su- yeah. He yes. had successful surgery mm-hmm. on that. So that's what I'm saying. Jimmy G's, he's he sees everything from everywhere and he's like, I ain't going to get to play here. Y'all got to get me out of here. <laughs> I want to play somewhere. <laughs> as long as it's not Cleveland, they got their man. So. It'll be fun times. Mr. Relevant, 
I don't know. That's going to be a fun pick, too. Well, that's a fun. All right. So, with that being said, let's turn the attention now to a little bit of basketball. I don't mean NBA, but we'll talk a little <laughs> bit local here. <laughs> the South Carolina elite have been uh, on a roll here as of late, and that's uh, obvious by all the bling that Mr. Pickney ends up bringing in. I will get some pictures for the our site today. <laughs> <laughs> I will get you to put and those on. rings, uh, you could weight lift with those bad boys. I mean, yeah, you could do some, some curls. Yeah, they got some long uh, finger curls. <laughs> <laughs> get those going. Um, but, uh, yeah, tell us a little bit what's going on with uh, the Elite. Uh, last I saw, you guys were getting ready for your first uh, tournament of the year. Uh, the first tournament of the year, um, we ended up doing that was in Spartanburg. We actually did very well all the way across the board. Um the guy that runs that organization, actually me and him was friends since he, he used to work for his father for USBA. And and now these leagues that we're going to, these travel leagues, they all got names. It's USBA and now it's NTBA, which we won a national championship two years ago. And um, now the, the one that gives a lot of more exposure to actually high school kids and stuff like that is Big Shot. Um, the guy, um, Jeff, uh, I don't want to mispronounce his last name. But it's like uh, Scheffner, Sh- uh, Shiner, or something like that. Um, he runs a very, very good organization, and we play in his also. But my friend Blake Thompson, we played in teammate, and we actually went and we performed very well. Um, one of my teams actually played in the gold championship, and the other one played in the silver championship. And we took uh, two seventh grade teams, eighth grade and ninth grade. Uh, ninth grade didn't do very well because it was their first time hitting the court together. And these are the kids that go to Greenwood High. We got the kids that go to Greenwood High and some to Emerald. And um, I, I usually like to start them off younger, but I just put the team together. And so they've been, but lately they've been gelling. So uh, that tournament that we participated in, two teams played in the gold and one team played in the silver and one team didn't place very well. And then um, we played in, um, and we played high level competition. And then we ended up going to Big Shot. Our big shot tournament, um, we fared very well. We won the silver, and the silver and gold bracket is usually determined by maybe one win or loss. We lost a close one. We got put in the silver bracket, and we ended up winning the silver championship, the eighth grade. The seventh grade actually went to the gold championship and ended up losing in the gold championship by um, losing in overtime. And the other seventh grade team actually uh, played in the seventh grade championship, and they ended up losing. And... Um, you know, so all the teams have been progressing throughout the tournament. We're like five tournaments in. We uh, we uh, our, our, we started our girls' team. They played in three championships, and they won two of them. And I, that's one of the rings I ended up bringing. And that was a it was a Southeastern Amateur Basketball Association, um, their regional championship, and the girls ended up winning that one. Um, so we're we've been we've been very productive, and um, and. Uh, we're actually going to play this weekend, the two seventh-grade teams and the girls. The eighth and ninth grade has this weekend off because we're preparing for a big tournament on May the 6th, May 6th and 7th. We're going to Rock Hill. We're going back to Big Shot mm-hmm. um, to perform because uh, we're going to end up doing Big Shots Nationals. And so we wanted to see all the teams. So that's why we go to Tennessee and we go to, um, we go to uh, Charlotte and we go to, um, we go to other different places where we can see the competition that might – participate in nationals for our age group so so it's been very it's been i mean i've been staying busy so. <laughs> i love it hearing sounds like it. I love when hearing do you have time you have, to you guys, sleep you guys have no idea what practice is like that that is yeah. that is the yes. most intense practice i think i've ever been to uh that are out there and these kids love it yes. that's the thing about it it's the intensity they love, it. love that's what that's why he does such a good job with it i was watching like say watching last night i don't know if you do you remember gerald white from augusta Went to play at Auburn. Anyway, you were talking about all the tournaments. I just want to say this real quick to his family because I saw where he passed away last night. Um, and his teammate, Charles Barkley, was the one that brought it up. Gerald White was one of the big guys with the Augusta Elite that started these programs mm-hmm. down there and all these tournaments. And uh, to his family, man, I just say, you know, you know, really great man. Played with my Mavericks in the NBA, but a teammate of Barkley, and Barkley mentioned it last night. So when I looked it up. Uh, I found his obituary and everything. But a big – basketball hero in that town of Augusta, Georgia. So, tough loss for them. But uh, I figured you might know him with, with you've been all the tournaments and stuff. That one you, of the guys, uh, Curtis Jenkins, uh, he runs A1 Sports. He just – they're doing a tournament, and uh, actually a free tournament to uh, memorialize um, uh, Mr. White. And, 
you know, we mentioned it, and you talked about, you know, some of the losses they had in their area, in the community, and, you know, how basketball has been bringing them together and stuff like that. And he was the starter of that that organization, so I do know of him. Yeah. Like that. Never met him personally, but I do know of him. I've met him several times personally. He's He was really not much younger than I was, actually. I think he, he was doing the basketball stuff around 83, 82 down there. So he's got me about a little bit. But just, you know, just to look it up on the obituary itself in Augusta Chronicle was huge. And just everything that he'd done for the just the city of Augusta, Georgia. And, uh, he'll definitely be missed. And like I said, he's the one that started a lot of these beach jams and stuff that you see yep. that you uh, that go to. He's one of the, one of the originators. He took his own money from the Mavericks. And he said, you know what we're going to do? Inner city kids, we're going to focus on that. Uh, because Augusta, as you know, is, is prevalent and it helps these kids out. It keeps them off the street and it's needed. And, you know, like I said, to his family, man, you know, condolences for the Lakeland sports guys and especially me. Definitely. Yes. And, uh, I, you know, I like to like to talk about just to give a shout out to all the other teams in the area that's doing very well. County Line Elite, they're doing very well. Their organization, you know, they're they're putting a lot, a lot of talented kids on, on the basketball courts and they're going to very competition. The Greenwood Storm, which is the ladies' organization that's been around in this area, they're doing very, very good with their, um, you know, with the, the girls that they're working with, and um, they're sending a lot of those girls to Greenwood, um, uh, um, to Emerald, and things of that nature. They come from, and um, they have kids from McCormick and Cowan Falls and uh, Greenwood and, and Navyville, and they're doing very well. And Carolina Sprinters, who's been around a long time, those, that organization, they're doing very well. Um, and I just, you know, I commend all these people that, that works with them and these coaches that, that spend the time with these, these kids. You know, we're, we're actually doing a lot for a lot of people not to know about. You know, um, we're a South Carolina elite family, and, you know, we're, you know, we're, we're a new organization you know, still with old, older, older folks. And my coaches, uh, Terrence White and Quan Stark and uh, Sammy Head, they're, you know, they do an excellent job with these kids and – you know, we just want to continue and just let everybody know in the community that there is something out there for them. If you're, you're interested, you know, just look us up. I think we're on Facebook now, and you can find us on Twitter. And, uh, you know, um, you know, one of my favorite spots to come and talk about it and brag about it is the Lakeland Sports Guys. So. We appreciate it. We're going to keep <laughs> yeah. it coming, too. Yeah. I was just amazed in the last month of how many teams are out there. Yes. Other than what you just mentioned, a, lot, a majority of them. And unfortunately, like, you know, we're dealing with a lot of stuff around this area. There's not a lot of commitment on uh, a lot of Greenwood's part, be it newspaper, whatever you want to do. And uh, it, it gives us a voice, but it gives you a voice, too, to come on our show whenever you want and keep Greenwood their knowledge about the, the, the stuff around Lakelands. And if you got a kid that's a player or a grandkid, man, give Sam Pitney a call because I'm telling you, they're bringing them up the right way and they're winning. So. Yes. And he's got to bling bling to show for He it. does. I got it in front of me now. <laughs> this isn't just talk, people. This is – we got evidence in front of us. <laughs> but one of the biggest additions you had was Coach White that came on this year. Matter of fact, it was his first day at practice when I interviewed him <laughs> last month. And he threw him to the fire and said, here, go talk on the microphone. <laughs> Coach, all that. Coach Brownlee. Coach Bradley, Bradley, Brownlee. Coach Brownlee, yes. Coach Brownlee joined us this year. Uh, his son is doing exceptionally well. And you know, yes, I threw him in the fire, and, and you know, he—I mean, he—he—he he, he does an excellent job. Um, usually, when I, I practice the eighth and ninth grades together, so you know, it's really, really intense. That day, I only had the seventh and eighth graders. You and the seventh see. graders were unreal. Yes. Yes. I mean, talk about you want to talk a team that runs, guys. I've never seen a team that sprinted up and down the court that way. They love you it. Know. They're excited. Yeah, they're and they're they're they're, they're very competitive. So when I put them against the older boys, they, you know, they're there to beat them, and you know. And, you know, they, they get into some pushing matches. <laughs> so it's the same thing with the eighth and ninth graders, too. And I, I must say, man, my ninth grade team, I you know, I was a little bit I was a little apprehensive about, about doing it because I don't like messing with older kids unless I had my hand. They're actually doing pretty good. They're, they're actually – they're coming around. And they're They're, they're starting to buy into yes, the sir. program. They're, and they're – you know, they listen. They're starting to listen. First, they would not listen and – now they're they're starting to listen. They're starting to trust in, in what I'm saying and stuff like that. And they're 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 doing they're doing really well. I'm hoping I, I'm looking forward. What what I'm looking forward to is once we get finished, and then those guys go back and they start doing their workouts and getting ready for their season. The ones that are basketball players, yeah. then I get to see them and they see see a lot of what they're doing now. Transitioning over to like one of my guys could not even a ninth grader could not. They wasn't explosive enough to dunk. Couldn't even dunk. 
But now he's starting to – I mean, I told him you cannot do it if you don't practice it. So now he's, he's putting it down. I mean, he's getting up. He's he's showing the explosion. He's you know he's he's doing all the things defensively and stuff like that that we want. And you know, I think he's really gonna shine. He's gonna be he's gonna be a bright he's gonna be a, um, a bright figure for uh, Greenwood Greenwood High next year. So that's gonna be fun to watch. It's gonna be fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Have you found a point guard yet for uh, for Emerald? Uh, one that's on the Santa Claus list. That that's. <laughs> I don't know if I can say, but I know I know one kid that is really good. He was um, well. He played. At, he was. He was. He was doing very well. But I moved him from out of position, so he's been learning. He's been learning guard position, doing a lot of drills and jump. He is. He's. He wants to transfer. I think he wants to transfer to Emerald. I think he wants to go to Emerald. And I think mm-hmm. he wants to. Uh, he wants to show out there. So, you know, tell coach. He's checking coach, to see uh, if coach is listening. <laughs> to <laughs> to <laughs> tell coach. Coach you know, Scruggs will be happy to have him. Yeah, Look. Scruggs is going to be lighting you up here. In a That's what we'd love seconds. to have is, like, have Scruggs here at St. Dave, Mr. Pickney, because they can get their little Christmas list together, and he makes it happen. So, I mean, we, we just brought – we just tell everybody about it, but he makes it happen. So, Coach Shrug, I'm, I might have a couple of uh, Christmas gifts for him. Oh, he'll love it. Soon. He'll love it. But uh, and as far as if there are folks out there – that and that's the thing about Greenwood, too, is – People are saying the talent isn't out there, and the talent is. It is. Well, Greenwood in Lakeland's area is just loaded with talent. It is. It is. And, um, you know, a lot of kids that, that you know, we incorporate into the system, um, you know, we go out and look. And I actually have kids from outside the area, too, that comes in. And, you know, and I do that for a lot of different reasons. Um, with the Abbeville, McCormick, Count Falls, when these kids get to playing together and get to know one another, you know, this, this transition over to when they're – you know, when they're in school or when they're in the street and stuff like that, is that's not as much animosity about, oh, man, he's from this this area, he's from that area. You know, these guys, yeah. they're like, oh, man, that's, that's my partner now. We play ball together. I mean, he, he's cool. And it, it, it diffuses a lot of this animosity between the kids and stuff like that and their friends. And, I, it, you know, and I, you know I, we see it every day, me and the coaches, and, you know, we're, you know, we're very proud of what, you know, what's happening, you know, what's happening with these kids and – you know these these adults that are working with them. That's uh, you know just helping it go that way. You know, so big time. And of course, uh, too late to get kids on the team as of right now in the middle of the season. But you know the season ends what the middle of summer? it'll be July our last tournament. Yeah. Oh well, actually we'll play nationals July 11th, but then I'm gonna give them one ending tournament in uh, right in August, beginning okay. of August. So start of school year yes. be the next time anybody can can sign up and join and and the neat thing too what I like about it is the parents are involved yes. with all this and and they're not just involved with you know the the team they're involved with the practices and and the games and everything else. So. Well, we're very vanilla. Our guys, it's like when we have our practices, we use Abbeville Civic Center and we use a, a Westside Baptist Church and you know Pastor Kyle's been great you know with us working with us guys and. You know, I he, we have chairs on the side. Parents are welcome to come in, see me yell at their kids. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so and they allow me and stuff like that. And you know, I you know I always ask them questions and you know how they think their kid is doing. They, they'll come in and communicate with me, and I sit on the stage where we you know stage where I'm at, and I tell them you know I'm really frank with them. I you know I try to be as honest with them because you know life is going to be honest with you. So I mean, why should I why should I deter from being honest also? Mm-hmm. So. And I try to do that. So good deal. Great coaching, by the way, to do that. I didn't have those kind of coaches. Mine were just like get your, you know, <laughs> the expertises out there. But I mean, just always a way, great way to coach. Like one on basketball. There's one right there, Tom Carroll. Syracuse guards come to Clemson, so Brownell picks up uh, Joe Girard from Syracuse. Um, Coach news. Coach Paris is doing big things down there. BJ Mack just left uh, Walford. We seem to like that SoCon. You know Hayden Brown now BJ Mack. Then we, I know yesterday we picked up two guys from the Finlands <laughs> that are our Finnish players over there that played together this year. So it's basketball, man. It still goes on all the time. You know we're in baseball and then you know Major League Baseball is just starting up. Draft. Uh, don't forget about that basketball. Though. You keep reminding us of it. So. Yeah, we can't forget about it. We get reminded every month. It's Monday all right here anyway. Nothing else. It's all right here. But Chris is right. Hey, look, I'm not a big NBA person, you know, but these games has been pretty good. The games lately has been, man, they've been pretty good. 
You know, by the right. I'm enjoying it. I'll I have to check one it. out. Oh, man. You won't watch it. I'm telling you, <laughs> the, the, the Hawks and Celtics tonight, game seven is going to be huge. So I'll just give you that. Right, I'll watch that one tonight. Okay. Text me when it comes on so I can jump. <laughs> I'll be watching Carolina uh, Beach Volleyball, but I'm just saying priorities are priorities. But you know, I've made a commitment to the Beach Volleyball team in Columbia, so at Wheeler Beach. So I got a, I got a text. Okay. I almost forgot. She said, well, how do you forget? Um, um, we're having a fundraiser this Saturday. The South Carolina Elite Family um, at Westside Baptist Church. We are selling fish plates. Um Two sides, um, ten dollars each, and we sell a fish sandwich. So if anyone's interested, uh, come on by and check them right. on Facebook. Okay, and <laughs> what time will these be ready? From <laughs> we we start from ten to two. They'll be 10 ready. Ten to two. Come oh, through. That'll be come right there at lunchtime. I can run right around the corner and get me and the wife a plate. And, and where's it at again? Uh, West Side Baptist, Baptist Church. Church, right down on the bypass. Right, yep, right on the bypass, right on the street. Yeah. We're um, right up from Memorial. We taking right donations, up. everything. It's going to help the kids for their national. When we go to nationals on uh, for uh, July eleventh, um, no, July eighth, no, July sixteenth, seventeenth, and eighteenth. I think that's. Where, I think that's the date. And where's this going to be at Orlando? It's going to be in uh, Rock Hill. Rock Hill. Rock Hill. Wow. Okay. Be in Rock that's Hill. good. We're going to be in Rock Hill. Yeah. Very We're, close for Orioles. Because, um, well, I mean, like one time, if y'all ever, when y'all free, I'm going to call you. Y'all need to come to the Rock Hill Center. It is absolutely, <laughs> you talk about basketball, you talk, it's absolutely amazing. The whole facility itself is, is just amazing. And a lot of the, these big tournaments, like Adidas is going to do theirs. They're going to do theirs July um, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th. Um, the, and this is Adidas. They're doing their nationals at Rock Hill. And um, the teammate, the one I first went to in September, which has the grade eight, next year he's moving to Rock Hill to do his thing. And Rock Hill has an amazing facility. And, you know, they say, you know, just like Field of Dreams, you build it, they will come. There you go. They're coming. They're coming. We're, and we're going. So. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all got to get out to Westside Baptist Church and, and help these plates. people out. Yeah. <laughs> are y'all going to be practicing or playing at the same time? Or y'all? I think that, um, I hadn't called it yet, but, yeah, the boys going to have them in the gym. I'm going to have um, the seventh graders and eighth graders this week. The seventh graders, the two seventh grade teams, they have a tournament. They will be okay. in Lexington. Uh, the girls will be in Greenville. So the eighth and ninth grade, they're, you know, the boys will probably be holding up signs, stuff like that. But the ninth grade will be in there working on um, their fundamental stuff as far as uh, ball handling, stuff like that, boxing out, and, uh, and getting their shots up. So they'll be in there, and I'm going to bring them in about 1 o'clock. Okay. All right. Yeah, so. Good deal. Sounds fun. Yeah. So the next big question, are you going to be the next head football coach over at Greenwood Christian? <laughs> <laughs> He's Not to put you on the spot. Now, wait a minute. No. He, he's holding out for the McCormick job now. Oh, okay. Come on. He's no, holding out he, for McCormick. He, we know he's he's situated with basketball, and that's where his, he's firmly his planted at yes, right yeah. now. So there has there's been way interest. too much going on. There has, been, there has been an interest, and I think they put it out. The guy, uh, the AD, he put it out. And, uh, and um, there are some stipulations to it, whatever, but – no, I'm not. No, I yeah. I, I really could stay commit where you, to stay it. Where you belong, you know, stay son, where you belong. Stay where you belong. My son, you know, I do basketball because it's easier. But then, you know, once my son starts the season, I can't truly commit to anything else in football right. season. And I'm I know where you know where I'm going to yeah. be. You know, you know, almost every Saturday and stuff like that, or you know, Friday. You know, it's good. Well, I know, I know, it's a four and a half hour ride, <laughs> <laughs> and you don't want to have to make. You don't want to have to get up at six o'clock in the morning to drive. But see, my my family is in um lives in uh, Santee and in um in Walterburg, so yeah. I go there. You okay. know, Friday night, so you know, sleep, sleep. eat, drink, oh, stuff. Oh, then we, we get up and we just go up. You know, yeah. it's it's only like maybe an hour and hour, hour, hour and a half. Yep, yeah, and, depending. Yep. Yeah. So that's why we. So it's not, you know. I break that trip over the two, two. You know, when when Sam was at Georgia State, actually Georgia State was closer to us. Than, you know, everybody's like, oh, we understand him going home. So yeah. like, I said, well, you know, he ain't coming home. <laughs> He's going further away. <coughs> yes, sir. Oh, my goodness. But for those that don't know, John, uh, Jolly Doolittle did uh, put in his resignation at Greenwood Christian as football coach up there. He is taking the job at Lawrence Academy, Lawrence Academy. which did really well this past year, went all the way to the championship game. So, uh, you know, they've got things rolling over there. He's going to be the next head f- uh, football coach. Not sure where they're – I think there's left to go 
to a 4A school? If uh, is the rumor that's out there, I'll have to find out the complete. You know, he's a good coach. It, I, I, yeah. I actually yeah. seen him. He's a, he's a really he's a good coach. I got her. I like Jolly just for all the stuff that he does, man. I, that what was it two years ago? That where every dang away game they played was in Charleston or Dorchester yeah. Road or something. He's like the wheels on the bus go round and round, and they like every game they played was. In Charleston. Yeah. And then, you know, to play as well as they did, they didn't get to home and home with them, though, for some reason. So, even though they had to travel the one year, they didn't They didn't make the other teams travel. So, that's that's a tough loss. As it, as it is, I kind of think about that one in the 96 job when I think about the two coaches because, you know, 96 just replaced, repaired their coach, and then they're going to do the same thing there now. And I, I hope there's a guy that's within that team that's ready to take over as a head coach. And Well, Brad Heisman is going to be running the spring practices until okay. such time that he can find a head coach uh, to go along with that. But there are some out there that are, are taking your word from Tuesday. You know, start promoting folks from within and and – you know, get that head coach in position as of right now. And one of those uh, that ended up doing that was um, uh, was it? It wasn't Barnwell, was it? No, I'm gonna have to look at my notes. Ed Sushi is the one who did it. Ed Sushi, yeah. yeah, Battery Creek. It went up there to Battery Creek. So you know, he's a former coach that coached over there before and going through. Now the new there are what nine now openings coaches wise. As of right now, hold on a minute. As of right now, um <laughs> Andrew Jackson's still open, but Ashley Ridge is still open. But the new one was that surprised everybody uh was East Clarendon County. I was surprised on North Augusta, but anyway. Yeah, well in North Augusta East Clarendon's too. fine with me. <laughs> yeah. And that's 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 the one that we five minutes after we got off the air on on Thursday or Tuesday, we got we got the news on on Quinn all of a sudden resigning. Stiding family reasons is what they say. We don't know the mm-hmm. whole story behind all of it. We think he's probably going to go uh, find a job somewhere in college is probably the reason he did. But why else would you only spend one year there? And, and you and I thought when we went out and do the game, there was a big change between last year to this year with Quinn yeah. as the head coach as opposed to Jim Bob yeah. Fisher or whatever his name was. Jim Bob that Bryant. Was, that was there before. Um he had things working the right way. He had a great running back, decent quarterback, really good kicker. He went to Iowa, I think. Um, and they were doing they were doing things the way that they hadn't done in the past because Greenwood had a pretty easy game two yeah. years ago. And last year was kind of a little bit tougher game for the Eagles. So, interesting to see which way you go. Um, well, Richard Bush was the assistant head coach. He takes over the program as of right now for spring training. But could you know this be a proving year for him and just leave him at interim and see what they can come up with coach wise next year? I heard I heard a little something out of that way and I'm I'm kinda like Miss Pete, I'm not gonna share it yet. But there's a team <laughs> there's a team that's down there a little ways that we know Willie loves that high school. Stan knows what I'm talking about. I'm yeah. I give you their nickname. I call him Jabert. <laughs> they got a kid named Leopold. Yep. <laughs> that's looking for a big job, and that might be which job. way he goes. Yeah. Because he was looking at Lexington. I do know yeah. that. Chad Lee Park uh, was looking at Lexington. And his name's already been brought up in the Augusta Aking Standard and all the little ones down that way. So don't be stunned if you don't hear that name pop up. So, um, And it would be a good move for him, and I think it would be a good move for North Augusta. Yeah, I agree. I don't think they would drop – well, it, if they – if these coaches that were there, the assistants – how many of them are going to be willing to work for him? Um, and if he does, he want to bring anybody with him. And if he does, can they make that happen? And uh, but it will be. I don't think you'd see a drop off in the North Augusta team. I don't think so if they got him uh, promoting from within. It's, it has its advantages, but it has its disadvantages too. So they lose a lot. I mean, I just look yeah, at it, they, you know, they lose but. a lot this year coming in. So I don't think that had anything to do with Quinn's decision. I just thought that was funny that that was the name that's already been brought up for that job. Quick. Yeah. And I'll tell you, Coach, you're coming to me this year, so I don't care. <laughs> Whatever you decide. <laughs> you come to the Augusta, uh, Greenwood does September 9th over at yeah. JW Bab. That'll be right after the Dorman game. Should yeah. be fun. With so, a new coach also. Which, which is right <laughs> after which is yeah. right after Sandy Springs in Atlanta. Yeah. And we got the uh, just just call it what it is. It it's the, the first Road. five games. <laughs> you get AC Flora, okay, who mm. went to the But the, we at home with them. We're we're at home with them. Then you get Sandy Creek which at we Sandy got that Creek, Road. Dorman at home mm. and North Augusta at home. Mm. To start things it's off. Fun road. It's fun oh, road. I don't forget T L Hannah. We go there this year. Yeah. So 
Those are the first five games. Oh, joy. Oh <laughs> Speaking of Greenville High School, I just got a message. All our games are canceled. Baseball, soccer, and tennis are canceled for today. Okay, due to the weather and the fields being as wet. Yeah. Yep. Good deal. Because um, And that would have been Greenwood was going down there. That they were playing been North Augusta North today. Augusta today so. so it's been canceled. Uh, we'll see how that turns out. All right. See if they reschedule it or not. I doubt it. I doubt it because playoffs will start next week. Next week, yeah. yeah. So next that was Tuesday, probably done. I believe. Unless they do it on Saturday or something. Uh, but they've got all their region games in already, yeah, so it doesn't yeah. matter. This was a non-region game. Valencia. I got you right there. I see Miss Tiller right there. This game at North Augusta tonight, is it, it's canceled for today. Will they remake it up or no? There you go, Stan. You hit on the head. Tuesday night, right? Tuesday night. Do we know the opponent yet? We Okay. All right. <laughs> That'll be next. Coach Baker, put you on the line. Come on, tell me who we're playing. Yeah. I know we're at home, but tell me who. So, yeah, we won't know I, that until Friday. We won't. Probably. It'll be every bit of Friday. No, we so. got to wait on Jerome. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> we'll know who's playing that game in about a month and a half. So, okay. if you want to get back with us, Jerome will make that decision. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been a lot of fun. Mr. Pickney, thanks again. We look forward to next time we'll get to talk, it. talk with uh, the third. Hopefully, and yes. you get a chance to find out what's going on over at Coastal, where great things are happening right now. And, and you've let us on some insights, so hopefully we'll get it straight from him. And yes. Sam, keep doing that family thing, brother. Keep doing that family thing. We appreciate you coming on, but family first always. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, guys. <laughs> All right. He's Stan Spivey. That's Chris Cox. I'm Tom Carroll. Mr. Pickney joining us here as well. And we are the Lakeland Sports Guys. Have a great weekend and enjoy the games. <laughs>